Hi everyone, welcome to season two, episode nine of Morning Matcha. I'm here today with Lacey Phillips, the founder of Free and Native and a manifestation advisor. Hi, thank Hi, you Lacey. for having me. So thanks for driving all the way down here and spending the afternoon with us today. I'm so excited. I've never been to Laguna. This it's, is, it's beautiful. It actually, it's perfect because it's, the weather right now makes it even more like special. I love when the fog's in and you guys have the, the marine layer. And, oh yeah. You'll have to kind of drive around. I know I need to, you have leave. to tell me the good spots to check out here yeah. and eat. Yeah. I'll share that with you. Oh. Well, I'm super excited to like, obviously we've met plenty of times and seen each other, but I've never actually gotten a chance to talk to you about free and native and how you got started with it. And um, just like we were talking about earlier, the iterations of like growing it and where you're at now with manifestation. Um, what do you, what do you refer to yeah. yourself as? I'll like, I'll, I'll kind of yeah. pick those layers apart. Um, so yeah, when it first started, which is a story, I think a lot of people have heard me tell, but I had left a job that was really, um, toxic and, it finally hit my threshold of self-worth breaking point because I believe that what we make in money is equatable to what we believe we deserve in self-worth on a subconscious level. And so when I left... That's what you believe. Yeah, yeah. that's what I teach people mm -hmm. when it comes to money. You mm -hmm. know, that's how we sort of manifest. It's one of the components of manifesting mm -hmm. money and attracting money mm -hmm. is it's all belief self-worth based. Yeah. And so what actually prompted a lot of that for me was when I left this particular job that was very toxic, I just said to the universe, I'll never, ever work for another person again, ever. Um, and I have $4,000 in savings and like three months of unemployment coming in. So I'm going to wait. You show me, show me what I should do. And I made a list and I had clues that it was like, uh, can't remember now, but it was like, organic food, white walls. It was people that treat me well, you know, mm -hmm. this amount of money a month. And I just connected those dots and threw that list out. And then I said, I'm going to wait, sit here until you show me signs. And I had three different people from three different complete scenarios and groups say, have you seen that blog, My New Roots? Have you seen that blog, My New Roots? And so I finally checked it out. And just the way intuition happens for me as it downloads through my spine and I went okay I hear you I guess I'm going to start a blog like, yeah. yes, I'll listen and I'll do it and um I had had a blog actually before that was quasi known it was poetry so oh, it was yeah beautiful. poetic sketches so I understood how to navigate the territory of a blog but I didn't understand what that meant as a business so mm -hmm. I just trusted that. And I knew at the time I was sort of the holistic go-to for my whole community and friends. So I thought I would save a lot of emails by just sending them all a link when yeah. they would ask questions. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can relate to mm -hmm. that in ways. So I launched it and right away it kind of it caught traction. Um, and I think for me, there may have been other ones that existed, but I didn't know of them. There weren't any other modern holistic mm -hmm. blogs. They were very fitness or very granola. Yeah. And so having also had a design background, I just knew that I could kind of fit that mold with a different eye and a different voice. Mm -hmm. So I launched it and at first it was just fully holistic living. It was anything, remedies, recipes, 
anything I was into and interested in products and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know any other bloggers. I didn't know that there was, I knew that people were bloggers and had businesses, but I had no concept of what that meant. That's almost better. It was, it it was so blind. And I think that I tell people this because I was so steeped in my authenticity with Mm -hmm. it. It just was wildfire. People heard about it. They knew about it. It was getting traction Mm -hmm. because I was so authentic. It's actually whenever I've tuned into what other people are doing and, you know, sunk into the subconscious, should I do that too? I talk about this a lot too in the blog when it comes to copying, but um, that would stop the momentum Mm -hmm. because I, I was getting out of my authenticness and not trusting. And so then it took a lot of iterations. I went into herbal school and I started to hold on. Let's get back on like some dates though. Like when did you get that feeling? So I got that, that, I think it was 2014. And I think when I finally put the first blog post out, that was, I think I want to say September. Wow. 2014. Yeah. So cool. And I was so nervous about it and so worried that people would think that I'm crazy where Mm -hmm. I come from. So I I remember like there wasn't an announcement at the time. My ex and I shared an Instagram account (laughs) there. I didn't, you know, have a release around it. I just sort of started putting it on my personal Facebook and out on our joint Instagram and it just people tuned in. It was crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah. How did you like get into that just to begin with, like holistic living? Oh, it's always been my geek out thing since I was little. And I was so fortunate because I don't identify with a lot of people in my family deeply. Like we're close and we love each other, but I'm definitely the alien in the family. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) You know, I'm beating to my own drum. And I had a grandmother who was the same and she was one of my primary caretakers growing up. And so she, I mean, I have all of her books on like hypnosis and crystals and my, at the time, my grandparents had a second home aside from our ranch they had it in Santa Cruz so mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time with her in Santa Cruz and she Aww. was into the weirdest amazing shit and um, I, I mean I just remember growing up that I would have a burn from you know heat and she would put vitamin E on it it was just very natural and mm-hmm. really alternative and also aside from that my mom I have to credit her a lot as like a true Libra she was always into mystical things you know we always had a family intuitive that she consulted and she was into tarot and not very much natural lifestyle but my grandmother was so it was weird because around 17 at the time I was living in a very um central valley town called Modesto Mm -hmm. and I was the first person who was out like at 17 trying to find organic food I was like it's not even available I want organic food and so at around six months later I moved to LA and it was like a mecca because I could do any of that I was like oh like the mothership has landed like sometimes we forget we really are we're so lucky we're so lucky with that Mm -hmm. so when I first moved here I was actually acting like I had already landed my first national commercial I had an agent and I had that trajectory until I was 25 of acting and modeling but what was so interesting was uh, I would be preparing sides for a pilot audition but at a raw food restaurant way more interested in what the ingredients were doing Mm -hmm. for my body and it's just been my geek out it's always been a thing alternative lifestyle since and spirituality for sure since I was young 
coinciding with that simultaneously, um, when I was acting, our family intuitive, I consulted her to see how to make money as an actress. I think every artist is trying to control their financial circumstances. Mm -hmm. And so she had recommended this book on manifestation and yeah, I think I was 17 then. And she said, follow this to a T and you'll start to manifest all of that. And so I did, if you tell me to do something like that, I'm a Capricorn moon, I'm going to figure out every angle and live it out and do it. So that and I'm hyper controlling. So yeah. it was my first rabbit hole down manifestation. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to the secret and the Hicks books and all the things. Yeah. But I realized I was a really good manifester, but never in the ways that they were teaching me. It was a lot of spiritual bypass, a lot of superstition that never worked out. And I think a lot of people in my community can relate to that frustration of mm-hmm. really trying all these different superstitious practices to no avail. Um, and that's what actually led me on my own trajectory of figuring out my formula that mm-hmm. I teach. Um, and when you left your job and you had written that list down, that was in your own form of like what you understood. Yeah. yeah. So right around 25, I had what I call an awakening. It's the best way I can put it. I guess it's yeah. what people probably mean when they say Quarter they life woke crisis. up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was woke. No, I was so like, uh, it was like the first iteration of waking up. But um, in that same year, it wasn't at the exact same month, but I had a total download. It was like, I'm done with acting. I'm quitting. I'm firing all of my agents. And it was crazy at the time because I had just starred in my first feature film. Like (gasps) it was, it wasn't a smart move maybe for people who are really following that path. But it just enlightened to me how unhappy I would be, how much further away from myself I would be getting and going. Um, And at the time it wasn't like deep monetary success. So there was a lot of frustration there. And in that same year, it was the same year that I manifested my apartment in Echo Park for $300. And I manifested my partner at the time down to like long blonde surfer, hair photographer, artist, Parisian mom. I mean, everything on my list. And wow. so at that year, I said, I'm going to toss away all of the superstition I've ever learned. And because I'm so controlling, I'm going to look at what I do when and how that always equates to what I want mm-hmm. and that I'm very powerful at it. And so I let go of all of that, like, all the vortex positive vibes positive thinking and I was like no let's be a mad scientist and I want to look at what I did when to make this work and so that was just a secret practice of mine that I really honed in at and got very good at Mm -hmm. and um through the iterations of the blog when I was an herbalist and helping and consulting people in that capacity, I also started to private chef holistically for high-end clients in LA. And it was actually one of my actress clients that I would always, it's just my languaging. I'd be like, the universe did this. I manifested that. And yeah, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. how I speak. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like, I want to try this little your way that you do this. She's very into it. And I was like, I don't know if you, I've only done it for me. I have no idea. Like thinking that I'm very powerful. I don't know if it's going to work for other people. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I have a gift. Yeah. I'm I'm a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Right. And, um, she started manifesting. And so then I would show other people people and other and it was just like right away they would manifest if they were doing it properly and doing the work involved in it um which we can get into in a minute yes that they were starting to and I was like oh my gosh I I do know something or 
I have a way into this. I mean, it's knowledge that's been around for at minimum that we're aware of 5,000 years, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not like I'm a gift, Uh, but I see it in a different way than other people have ever presented it to me. And so the passion started to get louder and louder that I really wanted to put this into the world, but I had probably two years to a year that I was closeted with it. Cause I was extra. I mean, that was just next level. I come from like a Republican conservative cowboy yeah. town. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, I will be an absolute alien if mm-hmm. I really put this out there. But finally everything sort of aligned where, and I, I say this a lot with the universe when your resources dry up and everything comes to a halt and you know that there's something greater that's supposed to go out into the world, the universe will do that. It'll take away all your safeties and comforts to push you like a bird out of the mm-hmm. nest where it's like, I've divinely given this to you. Um, this is what you're supposed to be doing now go do it, access it. And so I finally, jumped off that cliff and put it and again it was just like the blog it was just like it just took off yeah and so with the work that you I want to get more into the superstitions and like what you are referring to totally yes that's really interesting yes well let's talk about that and then okay great yeah I could go on forever. Like yeah. you name something you've learned about the station and, and all debunked it oh for the most gosh. part. So like the true principle around the superstitious bit that I really try to empower people with is you don't need anything but yourself. You need zero spiritual materialism. They're beautiful enhancements like crystals and yeah. whatever, but mm-hmm. you need nothing. You don't need any crutches, period. Yeah. You're capable of this within yourself. So that's number one to the component. Number two, what I started to learn was that we, and it's not new information, this has been around forever, but the popular, uh, the pop culture around manifestation, spiritual bypass manifestation is that we tend to manifest from our thoughts, um, which is absolutely impossible, (laughs) right? (laughs) We think in such polarity all day long, our life would be a shit show if we were that powerful. Totally. So I don't always like, oh no, I'm thinking like badly now it's all going to go to shit. And then, yeah. And we could break that down because that's one very important one to look at, but Mm -hmm. I'll continue with this and then we'll go back to that trajectory. Cause if just that alone is so freeing for people. So I believe that we actually manifest from our subconscious beliefs. It's the structure of beliefs that we picked up in childhood from zero to 14, Mm -hmm. that whole programming from parental to societal to, uh, you know, cultural to peers, everything we picked up through mirror neurons, like basic neuroscience, uh, we, imprinted that that's what is true and possible for us and where we through shame and pain picked up that we aren't worthy you know that we have to hide that aspect of ourselves on a subconscious level that's where we have low self-worth and where we were loved and nurtured for who we were that's where we have high self-worth so those are actually what's being projected And therefore, we're just continuing to receive the same patterns of those projections over Mm -hmm. and over on a subconscious level. It has nothing to do with our conscious thoughts 
at all. So Mm -hmm. breaking that down a little bit, when I started to realize, because I was like everybody else, I think, who's ever been down this path of new age pot manifestation, I would try so hard to stay in the vortex, think positive. I mean, turn the radio station to a happy one to like change my vibes. No rap music. My frequency. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like all this stuff. And it didn't really do anything, right? Because on a subconscious level and ratio to what I was calling in at the time, uh, I had low self-worth around. I didn't believe I was worthy. I believed I was unworthy of it. Therefore, until we go in on an unconscious subconscious level and grow those beliefs and reprogram them. So when uh, literature talks about get in vibration with what you want, all that it's saying is have your self-worth on a subconscious level align with what you're wanting. Mm-hmm. So if we were to break that down, say, um, I always refer to relationships. I feel like it's the easiest, um, you know, relatable model for people yeah. to look at because we've all mostly sort of engaged or been in them. Um, so say you're calling in a partnership, right? And you keep receiving emotionally unavailable person after emotionally unavailable person. They're different bodies that seem like they have different worlds and different things about them, but they won't commit, right? Let's just say Mm -hmm. that that's the one thing we're looking at on an unconscious subconscious level in childhood. We picked up for whatever reason we're unworthy of that commitment, whether it was enmeshment with our parents or detachment, abandonment, uh, whatever. There's so many layers of what that could be. And that's where I come in and help people really pinpoint those of what needs shifting until those grow up to being worthy of that lovability of that deeper commitment of that connection. It's impossible to manifest that person. It just won't happen. So it has nothing to do with visualizing that you're already with this person, uh, you know, making the bed for two. I'm like, I'm thinking of all the superstitions to your future. Yeah. Good luck. Great. Whatever. Like until you believe on a subconscious level that you're worthy of them. Uh, so that's one component of it. And so when a lot of new age pop, um, manifestation culture talks about visualize, visualize what you want until it comes. I mean, that's a fine practice. Sure. But it wasn't doing anything for me. And I think a lot of people have probably felt the downfalls of that, of putting so much energy into it and not receiving. And so I actually started to learn that based on that model of belief that we picked up, let's say the structure of belief we grew up believing and seeing that something wasn't possible because that's what we're projecting from. So let's take, um, I always use this example, but let's take that we came into this iteration, this body as an artist. Mm -hmm. And then we grew up with two banking parents who sees life as practical and that art, you know, will never make you money. It's a hobby. And so therefore you've never actually seen that that's possible. You didn't have any mentors or role models that were successful artists. So Mm -hmm. your subconscious belief is like, well, art will always be a hobby. Therefore I have to have a practical job. So you can visualize in that state until the cows come home, but not much is going to happen. What actually has to happen is you have to expand your subconscious belief. So therefore through, I call them expanders. I actually did a post on the blog recently about this to like really break it down because it's the second most important component to manifestation is you have to go show your mirror neurons. You have to see to believe what's possible. So therefore you have to actually 
take someone who's similar to you or have someone who's similar to you, who's achieved what you want Mm -hmm. uh, and you've seen their success. I like to say the subconscious mind is like opening up a clock. You want to see how they did it to show your subconscious that you too, from this particular state is also capable and worthy of achieving the same thing. That's what starts to create space for that manifestation to come through. So you're really working with the subconscious. It has nothing to do with our conscious mind. And if we go deeper on the spiritual bypass, that's what I call all of this, like think positive, stay in vibration. All of that's just a spiritual bypass. It's actually one of the most limiting things you can live in. That's why so much of my process is debunking this because Mm -hmm. I just call that being in your comfort zone, right? If you're too afraid of approaching your negative thoughts or your bad feelings, which I am like the biggest proponent of like loving those, bringing, investigating those, that's where the magic lies to the low self-worth and the Mm -hmm. subconscious. But when people are too afraid that engaging in that negativity or those vibes, they're never going to get out of the same handicap level of which they're living because they're just handy. They're just stuck there in prison. Mm -hmm. So I'm like a big proponent of just throw it all away, get rid of it. Um, yeah. It's it's like not wanting to like lift up the rug or couch or look under your bed. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a handicap. That's so crazy. <laughs> I, I never looked at it that way. I mean, I always knew it's like your subconscious thoughts, but I think even when you know it, you, it's really nice to have someone like you to guide you through that. Right. Absolutely. And I find with people so much of my work and especially I created recently or this year, I finally created unblocked. It's a digital workshop workshop and I made it the most accessible, easy thing to engage in. It's, it's very beta. It's mm-hmm. very simplistic because I wanted there to be an accessible approach to the tools that I prescribe to all of my clients, right? So a lot of them are doing shadow work and child work. I mean, I have them really working through the subconscious rejection, shame, low self-worth. That's mm-hmm. what they're dealing with on the subconscious level. And so I would always be prescribing this work to people. And then they'd be like, is there just a condensed version of this that I can work through? And it finally clicked that I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I'll put unblocked into the world. It's super affordable. Anyone can tune in anywhere and it goes through all of the tools that I prescribe people. So it's like, if you don't have the formula, if you don't, if you can't work with me, it's your way in to start to investigate what your subconscious limitations are in ratio to that exact thing you're calling in. Wow. And that it's, it's hard for people. Sometimes they need guidance to like lift up that rug. There's so much under there. The beautiful thing that I get with so many people are they're like, I had a perfect childhood and I'm like, no, sorry, nobody did. And you might have had incredible parents but what about that bully in the fourth grade it's pain is so subjective right Mm -hmm. like the more sensitive we are as humans the more that we close off about us that wasn't loved or accepted or received and everybody has them or they would be manifesting what they want it's that simple if you're expanded and you're unblocked from those limiting self-worth whatever loops that are rolling you connect with what you want. So that's like the beautiful thing when somebody's like, I had a perfect childhood. I'm like, then why don't you have what you want? (laughs) You're expanded. There's something down there that's projecting that you're not worthy of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're blocking it. So sometimes 
it's you literally don't remember yeah and I have that it's so common for people to literally check out leave their bodies have no recollection and it's just this you know it's a security that we had it was a protector when we were little so you're working with people privately in groups and you have a digital yeah so where is that found the unblocked is it like its own site no so unblocked it's actually like you can find it right on my site and then it's within my site so they get a little code to access it and then they go through it like the last one the one that's current right now is the reparenting which shadow and reparenting are the most important and I approach reparenting far different when it comes to manifestation than regular reparenting tools out there because I'm dealing with them creating their most magnetic selves and recreating their most magnetic childhood on a hypnotic state. So it's very Wait, different. On. What is reparenting? <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, trying to figure it out in context. So reparenting, there are a, there are a few um, really notable people in the psychology world who worked with it and developed it. And I mean, many of the psychological, uh, stars that we're all aware of came up with it so there are different trains of thoughts of how to approach it um and i've researched a lot of them and worked through a lot of them myself and then i started to click with how to take that into the subconscious and reprogram those experiences to create the most magnetic so that you create the new magnetic neural pathways and circuits around it and you're projecting from that place so not only is it a deep healing on a subconscious level it's also actually recreate literally doing brain surgery to recreate it to project from that state of being so recreating your childhood in a way like like yeah. for some people, it's a full recreation. For others, it's just like healing things that happened. And it's so wild. Like uh, I start to post on the, you know, there's, I do a weekly roundup on Fridays mm-hmm. on the blog. And if there's a reparenting that I'm telling people about, or I'm sorry, an unblocked that I'm telling people about, I'll usually post comments from the current one. Yeah, <laughs> And they're just like, this should be a prerequisite before coming a parent. Like after this per- one, I call them deep imaginings. What I take people through after this one within X amount of hours, this bill that had been like really weighing on me was taken care of. And I just got an unexpected raise at work. Like they're just unblocking right away. Wow. And so it's, magic to watch that happening for people yeah so like with that offering it's 58 dollars, whereas seeing me is 400 so it's like it's a great way to really navigate yourself and Mm -hmm. if you don't have someone like the beauty of working with me privately when people can um is that i take them through that hypnotic state and i find it for them i'll be like that's the block that's the block that's the block that's what Mm -hmm. needs to be reprogrammed whereas it can kind of be a maze when you're doing it for yourself it's hard for us to see our blinders but i'm confident that anybody can get there it might just take more time because that's sort of the way that my brain works and that i see i see my brain compartmentalizes things. So when I see the trajectory of someone's life where I hear it, um, and then I take them into the hypnotic state and go deeper, I can just see it right away. It's just a gift that I have. And then I'll be like, that needs more expanding. This needs to happen. This is a lesson and a test, which we haven't even gotten into within my my formula. And then it can just become very simple for them. It's way more targeted. And it's a lot like Kundalini in a way. Kundalini, right? It's just working with the subconscious Mm -hmm. and the hypnotic states and the energy, all the different 10 bodies. Bodies. And uh, when you do these two in tandem together, it's really powerful. Yeah, I need to sign up. <laughs> because, well, yeah you, yeah, you should totally. Oh, it'd be so fun for you to mm-hmm. do it and get your feedback. But um, with 
doing this is a little bit more targeted. Whereas when you're practicing Kundalini for a long time, which I'm a huge advocate mm -hmm. of when you can do the targeted with the support of yeah. all Kundalini, the things that yeah. are happening, it's just like, yeah. Cause this is actually working on that specific thing where like you said, targeted, whereas that's more general overall. Yeah. yeah. Which is so magical yeah. in itself. Yeah. Which but, I love. And I think I answered the question. I don't know if I did, but no, you, what for the original friend blocked, I don't remember what it was. Oh yeah. Now, we're going to like go back to, I don't even know yeah, what I asked okay, you. Carry on. Whatever. <laughs> we're two air signs. Like, trying I know. To talk yeah. We're like totally up here. Um, but you were talking about the lessons and stuff so yeah. let's talk about if someone were to come see you in mm -hmm. person mm -hmm. um you kind of guide them through that and yeah then, so like, how often do they come yeah so it's what? so different for everyone and I'm not a coach right like it's just not I'm more of an advisor I can advise you what to do based on what's lining up for you and knowing the energetics of how the universe works now like it's the back of my hand mm -hmm. so when somebody comes to me they'll come with two things that they're calling in whether it's on the material plane like let's say a house an apartment a raise a car like whatever yeah. the material plane and a lot of them honestly come more of the emotional plane whether it's relationship or a different relationship with themselves of wanting more self-worth so they come with two subjects and then it's 75 minutes so first I'll go through and I it's weird how it works for me. I, it's kind of like therapy. I ask them like all the questions about yeah. childhood, everything I, I'm, and for me, it doesn't really matter what the answers are. I'm waiting the way that I guess I'm clear cognizance is the mm -hmm. best way to put it where I don't see, feel here. I just get downloads of what I'll be like, that's it. That's the thing. That's the thing is when it happens, I know. So uh, through hearing the trajectory of their life, I can start to piece together. I'm like, that's, what's blocking them. This is where they need more expanding. That's why they haven't done it. Um, and those three people they dated were all tests, but they don't register it and they're in love with them thinking they're the one, whatever. Like yeah. I can just see from like an Aquarian perspective of what uh, is going on there. And then sometimes I'll take them through a hypnotic state to get the deeper, just if I'm like, mm, they're not recognizing and I want the true root, you know, so I'll take them through there. And then it's very clear to me of what's going on. And then usually after the first session, it varies so drastically for everyone. And some people I only ever see once because they're just so there. They just needed a little. these little shifts and the guidance on it. Mm -hmm. And some are very far and they need a lot of support. So, um, from there I'll end up giving them homework to actions. I need them to take tools. I need them to start to implement and do. Um, but back to how often I'm very much a proponent of self-empowering. I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I'm actually as an Aquarian, I don't want people around. Like, yeah. like, I don't want anyone needing anything from me. I want them to go be fully empowered and use me as a bounce board to hold their hand through certain situations. Mm -hmm. But when I'm working with them, my whole objective is to get them fully self-reliant as quickly as possible. And even I have like a pretty standard rule and luckily, weirdly, my booking system I mean not booking system but the booking rate at this point I'm booked out until April so it's like 2018 2018 no so people way. can't even oh get gosh. in which is like the most beautiful thing for them because yeah. they can't have that constant support they really do have to go inside, inside yeah. and down under to really become self-sufficient 
but I already have a golden rule where I'm like, I don't even want to see you for three months. I need you because after you start to implement this work and you start to make these shifts, it's all energy. So right away, you're activating a complete shift in energy of what's going on with the universe. And that takes time to watch. You have to see what's showing up in your life starts to determine how much you've unblocked, how much you've expanded. It's kind of like playing a video game. So we couldn't work together week to week or anything like that. Anyways, they need time to watch the only only way you can truly know what's deeply shifting and expanding is based on what's showing up. And that will take me now into lessons and tests. So the other truly big component of my formula is I believe that the universe sent you lessons and tests. And if we just get down to like the basic of my formula of what started it, the root seed idea where I was like, ah, this is what's going on here. I believe that the universe or your God, your inner intelligence, Mm -hmm. energy, whatever you're working with, I believe the only energetic uh, movement that's happening is the, I'll just say the universe wants us to grow into our most whole authentic versions of self. It's our only journey on this planet and other things like spiritually to serve or you know, grow into your full divinity, whatever that is. But I believe when it comes to manifestation, that that's the only objective is truly integrating with that authentic essence that we came onto the planet with that none of us still have today for the most part, because we were raised in a lot of circumstances and a society that needs us to be certain things to be successful rather than watching us unfold as humans to see what our gifts are and nurturing Mm -hmm. those into power. If we had grown up that way in all facets, nobody would need my help. You would be perfectly manifesting everything. You would be that full authentic human. So Because I believe that the universe only wants our, its only objective is to have us grow into this powerful, whole, authentic, um, integrated space of a being. I believe that everything that shows up in our life is a manifestation. Everything's a manifestation of Mm -hmm. whether projection of low self-worth or Mm -hmm. positivity. But I believe that the only things that are coming through are to mirror where we need to shift to grow more into that wholeness. So when you're starting to receive a negative things that you don't want negative, they're really just lessons. They're, They're showing up to mirror on a subconscious level what still needs to be grown. Uh, so when you're starting to manifest, let's say that we've seen each other and you're calling in, uh, more money and you've settled for bosses that treat you terribly and pay you really poorly. And it's all stuff you've attracted based on your self-worth and ratio Mm -hmm. to money. You know, you learned through programming, maybe you grew up in poverty or maybe you grew up in uh, a mom who didn't trust and controlled money. I mean, it could be so many Mm -hmm. layers of, you could have had a boss that like sexually abused you at one point. So to you, you feel it was your fault and now you're not deserving. There's so many reasons for why we could feel that way. But let's say after we've worked together, I've really pinpointed the block. I've showed you where you need to go expand in the next three months. And then once you start to do this work and to start starting to expand, you're activating your manifestation. It's, it's like, it's as if it's sort of floating around you. It's been activated to cut. It's like when you're sprouting nuts, I don't know. That's the best way I can put it. It's coming. It's, it's growing. It's heading towards you. Um, and the first thing the universe is going to 
do if you've settled for those bad bosses many times, it's going to send you a test and it's testing to see if you're still in your work or if you've really grown into this worth and you're not settling for any less. Yeah. If you're listening, if you're listening, if you're really actually, if you've integrated essentially. Mm -hmm. So that could look like a boss that's a shiny, I always call it, it's like a shiny carrot or, you know, something like that prize. And it looks like everything on your list, a little too good to be true. But you notice when you're in for the interview that people aren't happy or that she snaps at someone, the, you, there will always be red flags. You'll know something. Usually you're going to receive tests after you've started the work and a big component of starting to really magnetize that closer is you have to pass them and they get hard because you're definitely being tested if you trust the universe and if you've actually, if you're willing to stay in your power. So that's where I become actually a really good I become really instrumental at holding their hand because I can see those so clearly, especially on the material plane or the emotional plane. So for instance, if I'm working with someone like, let's say, you know, you and it's money and it's calling in this different job and making your worth right away, I'll be, you'll just like shoot me an email after we've worked together and I'll be like, nope, that's test. You can't take it. I know it sounds so good. You have to trust that your next thing is coming and by you trusting is what's going to magnetize it. If you take this, it's fine. It's going to push what you really want back further and there will be another lesson in it so you're gonna go through like the shit again until Mm -hmm. you get burned bad enough that you'll never touch that fire so it's a big component the lessons and tests and that's where my set of eyes definitely becomes on a one-on-one level like very uh very instrumental yeah yeah that's beautiful and I was just thinking like then you must get a lot of emails yeah I do and it's only it's very specific that I'll open that up most of the time it'll have to be a session because I can only pick up so much energy from the email whereas in the session for the most part I'll be like I need to know this that 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 and again I'm just waiting for the download Mm -hmm. to come so sometimes I'll get an email and it'll be like a client I've been working with for six months and it's dating a great example is this I have this extraordinary uh Gemini client in New York and she's so beautiful and um she's in the finance world and she settled for a really long time in a low self-worth around romances in a lot of different ways that didn't feel good for her and so I had her get rid of everything close all the portals and she got a lot of homework to reprogram and do and then she had been passing a lot of tests and dating and saying no and no and no to things and uh I got this email finally it was like six months later and she was like I've had it like because a big rule for me is I don't let people if it's dating they can't sleep with somebody for the first six to nine weeks because of so many energetic reasons (laughs) and to have the clarity to notice red flags because our biochemistry after we sleep with someone forget it Mm -hmm. they're gone a lesson like learn the lesson at that point we've lost them you know they have to burn themselves again but so I get this email from her and she was like look it's been dead now I mean I passed all the (laughs) tests it's been dead I haven't had sex in six months like and she's a very sexual person and um she you know I know and all the things and um and I know when that's happening it's I can read the energy it's one of the last portions of my formula that I call the magic dark it's the darkest before the dawn it's it's the ultimate the last test it's like when all the water has receded back and you think now there's no more water before the waves about to come in your manifestation Mm -hmm. 
And so if I can clearly read that email, like the energy of it, and I did right away, I was like, please trust me for three more weeks and trust yourself. I promise you are there. Like it's about the waves about to crash through. Do not sleep with anyone. Do pass all the tests. This is the last one. The universe is like, have you learned your worth? Do you believe you're worthy of this partnership of this, um, you know, emotionally available holding space for you? Do you believe that? Because if you go and sleep with someone right now, just because you need that attention or that stimulation, Mm -hmm. you don't believe that. And so she held out and I think it was under a week and a half. The guy was like, bam, came through. And it was so beautiful because you could, it's so beautiful when you watch things from an energetic perspective, her friend had tried to set her up with this guy like six months later, but the universe will never, you, again, being in vibration, your words have to be on the, you have to be in the same worth level. So it wouldn't have ever connected anyway, but you could see that she already started activating it because the friend had wanted to introduce her to him. And then at this point she ended up meeting him through an app like kismetly and the, the universe will always do that it'll part the ways oh to God. have you meet however you're supposed to it's really magical to watch That's so it was just so like cool. it's so i can read those emails the energy and if i get ones where it's just not clear or I know that they're being a little delusional with themselves, yeah. you know, yeah, where sure. they're like, but he seems so nice and he's the right. And I'm like, we need a session. Cause I can already feel out just based on like what you were settling before. I can really, I can guarantee you, can you this it, is probably yeah. a test, but I need to read it a little bit more, your yeah. energy to see. So it's like tricky, but I, I actually am, I have strong boundaries against emails. I know because you have to, <laughs> have right? To. There's mean, so many that come through. It's, it's wild. Yeah. How often are you working with people in person? Like- it varies. Uh, so like each day I definitely have different limits, but the thing is that I still haven't mastered is it is so taxing on my nervous system to work with people in person and I do a lot of it through FaceTime and Skype yeah I actually only allow one day in person because that's a whole different layer of taxing Mm -hmm. and um I'm trying to crack this code. I mean, I look at it from so many angles of being able to really ground and hold that space. But a part of doing this work for me is leaving my body. And I, I don't think I'm leaving my body out of like trauma or not being authentic or whatever. I personally, like when I really think about it, I think I'm leaving my body to see from a different view. Mm -hmm. And so when I leave my body, I just like, after so many people, my eyes will be bloodshot red. I'll be, I'll have like the craziest tension in my shoulders and I have to get a massage every day after I work with people. It's the only thing that will like bring me back fully into my body and relax my whole nervous system. But I know there will be something to crack that at some point, but that's another reason why I started to offer unblocked, like the digital workshops Mm -hmm. and things like that, because I can help so many people so much quicker for sure. And it's so limited what I can do in person in terms of just like the availability at this point. Yeah. I mean, take advantage of what, why technology is here. And again, that's why we were put on the planet during these technological times. Um, Have you done your human design yet? Okay. You're like the third person that said that to me this month. Oh, you're How doing it. Oh, you're, but you have, do you know, so I have no. the best girl if you haven't really? I And she's to... a Aquarius you'll love her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have to meet her. You know, who else is into it is, um, 
Dara Dubonet. I don't know. I think do you I know think she's I like the her. raw food chef. <gasps> I don't that's know her. In Venice. Uh, she's like she doesn't do it. She's just so into it. Into and then it. like I've had people come, so I'll have to check it out. You, I wonder what you are if you're a projector. I wonder. Everyone's been asking me. It's <laughs> like either you project or you um, generator, yeah. manifester, projector, and then there's two others. There's the gen. There's the generator manifester and one other thing so my girl jenna she's incredible i actually like we're so close now <laughs> yeah. that i'll be like this little alien bit and this and that and we yeah. try to like we love because she's a fellow projector which i think you might be as mm -hmm. well <clears throat> but one of the things about being a projector which made so much more sense because human design for anybody who doesn't really know about it it's kind of the compilation of all the things it's like your auric field your astrology i mean so many different mm -hmm. your chakra i mean there's just so much it assesses all at once and it felt like for the first time someone fully was seeing me yeah and i've done so many obviously like different all readings them, yeah. all the stuff yeah. and when she explained to me specific to i'm an emotional projector so specific to that to my birthday to my stuff it just finally all clicked and such a big capacity of being a projector is on the deepest level, we take things in, we take in everybody's energy. And it's so hard for me to fully be in the world. Uh, it's the way I like to describe it on an energetic level is like, <clears throat> my body is a shell and my own authenticness is a little pearl inside. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's rare that it feels because of all the energy coming at me safe enough for the pearl to, to just be existing in the yeah. world. And I think, and when we get down to that, right, that's just our fully integrated authentic self. If you're really living in that, you can't really be exhausted ever mm -hmm. because you're not having to do a dance to yeah. anything or the energy is going right through you. And I still haven't mastered that so that I, I think exhausted. I feel the same. I just, I've always known I was an empath and mm -hmm. I take things on and all the work that I've done through, like I've even done ayahuasca, which I like, I don't, it's not for me, yeah, but I, you know, I love it. trying yeah. things, but I, those are the things that always come through for me. It's like, I always say, it's okay. You may go now. That's my thing. And I like, let it go. Cause I know it's other people's things that are coming towards yeah. me. So I can't focus on, isn't it? So it's so hard to navigate and I've done all the shit, like yeah, the white light around me, the grounding, oh, yeah. like forget it. None of it works. Nothing no. yet. There's this, um, healer in on Maui mm -hmm. and I go to Maui every year cause my husband's grandma lives there. Aww. So it's really fun. And I'll either go visit her just on my own. Cause we're really closer. My husband and I go together, but she lives up the street from this healer who studied under John of God. Oh, wow. And every time like I go see him, he's like, you know, imagine white light, all this, but he's the only one that I've really felt like I can't wait every year to go see him. And it's just another thing to like get my energy into balance and stuff. But I don't like, I used to seek out so much stuff. And yeah, I, me too. what I realized is that when I'm doing that, it's because I feel um, so out of balance. I want someone else to tell me. Yeah. Or like, take care of it for yeah, you. When really it, it's something that I need to like go in and, and take do. a look at. And totally. It's interesting. The times where I feel most grounded are the times where I'm like, I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, it's just a practice of always opening up and 
learning because I'm always curious mm-hmm. about new things and I love that but not like going overboard totally with, I'm so with you yeah. at this point too I'm also kind of like turned off by a lot oh, totally and nothing to do with it it's just it's so much information at this point no, and yeah. I've known it and have it and see it and it's all around me that at this point I'm like oh can I just go shopping and like eat a hamburger yeah you no, know we I mean? talk about that all the time we're like <laughs> seriously another detox your beauty regimen totally like, no forget <laughs> it forget it I'm with you. Yeah, but it. but then it's so funny. That's how I've been feeling the last couple of weeks. I mean, just in general, just reading so much of it, and it's so great. But then I was this last week. Something happened in like my family, and um, and I really saw this person who's 18 years old, like struggling with mm-hmm. their space in the world and how they want to be here and show up for mm-hmm. themselves and for their family and. It was so beautiful to see how what we're talking about and what we're creating really can benefit people. And they don't, it's just because we're around it all the time. We don't really, I mean, you see it every day, Mm -hmm. but when it gets raw and like super real, that's when it's so inspiring to see people actually work through it. And especially at that age, how advanced at that age to be there and and really willing. It was hard. It's hard for me to see people struggle, but I was like when you have the boundaries and when you really have, I mean, like 10, 15 years ago, I could never do like be around. I could never be around someone crying. I'll immediately start crying. It couldn't be vulnerable. It was too much. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, blocked and whatever. But as it unfolds and as you work on, your outer shell and mm-hmm. um even though in your situation it was different because the shell was like really protecting but <laughs> it's just nice because now I could really sit with it and mm. like I held the space and I saw why we I do what I do and why we're doing what we're doing like sharing this and how nice it is to have technology to um to share Absolutely. And reach so that anyone can have that accessibility. And I do think like that there, the real magic is in, this is like a big part of what my work will be in the new year is that integration of authenticness. Mm -hmm. Um, and the way that I have like a few core magnetic people that I'm always really struggling. I mean, studying like the very magnetic ones that I see in my practice or my community and friends and I'll like, I'll be like, give me your chart. Like I really try to break them down and I'm just breaking down an essence towards um, their energetic interactions with things. And so then once I am studying that, the way it happens is I'll get a download because I channel what I talk about. I never, I never sit down for a blog post and I'm like, this week's going to be about this. It yeah. comes through me and I'm like, all right, I'm sure. Sh- okay. Yeah. This is what I'll share with people. And it's mm-hmm. what I'll start to take on. So it's a really weird individual thing and process and trust of that. Like that's, I'm, I'm just a vessel that's here being guided to yeah. show people this, which is a very similar to me- message to many people that have had this, but I guess I'm reaching a different crowd or whatever Mm -hmm. that's why it's come through but when I get these sort of new big things that are going to be like whoa that's going to really pump people into a magnetic state like the big one is authenticness right now and a big component of that is vulnerability Mm -hmm. just fully like here I am. Yeah. I don't like you. I feel like shit today. I like fully no pretense. Yeah. Like that big. I love it. It's a lot. Yeah. So I, and like 
I'll process and process and distill it into finally a practice because it's all energy. Mm-hmm. And then I'll try it out on me extensively. And then I'll take it to like a few clients of mine who I know really do the homework so mm-hmm. that I can get weekly check-ins to see what's showing up and what's yeah. happening. So that'll be fun to work with once I get this all figured That's out. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, do you ever feel nervous to share with someone Mm-mm. a block? No. Or that it's maybe they can't handle it. Maybe it's too much. No, because I I'm pretty hardcore. Um, anyone who's ever worked with me and in, in like the capacity of relationships, which is kind of my forte. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I can teach you how to do it all. But relationships, I really understand how to attract in that person. Mm-hmm. And I'll even say with my women clients, like I am ruthless. I'm just going to tell you that <laughs> right now because I don't want you to waste your time. Yeah. And I'll also tell them, you know, I advise them. I'm not here to coach them. I'm just I, I advise like the same way a financial advisor would advise you mm-hmm. what to do for your future it's the same thing I'll do so I'll be like you can stay in that and do that but I just want you to know like run into that fire you better get your heart broken so bad don't come back to me until you do because you cannot manifest the person you want until you really run into that fire or you're willing to fully let go of that experience like so I'm very ruthless and I think I like a big capacity of like being an Aquarius and having a very masculine chart in a lot of ways is that, um, I'm pretty, uh, how do I say it? Like I'm not gentle. I'm not soft. I am pretty forward about things, Mm -hmm. but I also have been through so much in my life and that I understand, well, maybe I don't, I mean, maybe a lot of people would report back differently, (laughs) but my only objective is for them to have results. So I know how to deliver it. And I think a very relatable way, there's not much that's come across me in my practice. And I've seen a lot of people's stuff where I haven't been like, trust me, I get it. Like I understand this. Um, your, your husband just walked by. Okay. Oh, he's so sweet. So <laughs> he's going to hang out with us after. Yeah. Um, that's, that's nice. It's nice to have someone that's gone through, you know, yeah. the hardships and can really hold the, the helps hold the space. Yeah. And yeah. just like, you got this. You, I mean, it will take some time, but trust me, like there's yeah. so much on the, and I think it's so beautiful that I've been guided to manifestation for that to be like the gateway in because really at the end of the day most of this is just really pumping up your worth and becoming truly authentic Mm -hmm. and um showing up in the world in the exact way you're supposed to be so people are a lot more I guess I've realized that they're a lot more apt to do this work because they want something, you know, at the end, there's an end result. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like the real beauty of it all is they just become a lot happier with themselves. Exactly. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. So that's been interesting to watch that. I wasn't somebody who was guided to be like, um, the self-worth person or the one it's like, no, it's weird. I've been shown how to manifestation. And that seems to be a bigger dangle and a bit to pull people into this work which at the end of the day is the real gift Mm -hmm. that they're just becoming a lot more confident and happier and holding space and better for themselves yeah and clear clear yeah Yeah. it's so great 
Oh, well, I guess my last question is what can we like look forward to with free and native? Ooh, who knows? But like, there's so many ideas in the works, but I'm also so exhausted that I'm like, which ones are really going to come into fruition? But the one thing that I am so passionate about encouraging people to do is unblocked. Like Mm -hmm. if there's one thing you can do, and that's why I've made it a price point that anyone can really access from students to whatever, just because like if there are two things that you can do to start manifesting today, it's expanding and unblocking on a subconscious level where you're small. If you can do those two things, like watch, even if it's not poignant, like towards the ratio of what you're wanting, watch what starts to happen in your life and show up. So that's where unblocked, I can't, I can't expand people. They have to go do that for themselves through expanders, Mm -hmm. but I can lead them through unblocking themselves. So that's like the big thing. That I, without fail, I'm like, look forward to that. Do that for yourself. And a lot of cool ones are coming up for sure. The Mm -hmm. next one in December is all money. So it's me teaching everything around money. And again, that's like something that apparently gets people in, Mm -hmm. but they will learn on a way. I like, I was teaching at Rama the other night. um, And what I was teaching there was how to map like mapping why negative things are showing up that you don't want instead of what you do want, like learning that process to really map and find the block on your own. Yeah. And it was so fast. I love those moments, seeing it in real time with people. Cause the whole thing was so full where you just see like, aha, aha. Oh my God. Because of this, like one thing, when I was a kid, this happened, I'm just manifesting this over and over and over Mm -hmm. again. And it was really amazing to watch it with money. And the cool thing about watching like money and finances is it's usually the same thing that's blocking in relationships. Like Mm -hmm. it's pretty universal. So when you start to unblock one, the other starts to also follow suit a little Mm -hmm. bit. So that'll be a really fun one. And then there's really fun ones coming in the new year too. That's so cool. So it's all like, that's up. Someone gets, they pay, Mm -hmm. they get a code, Mm -hmm. they go on your site totally, and then uh, it's like modules or no, I was really turned off by those. Like yeah, I watched like, a lot of things and uh-huh. if anyone knows my site or my work for the most part, I always stay super true to what feels good for me. I don't ever try to do whatever is the thing right yeah. now. It's so not my mm-hmm. style. I'm pretty like OG about that. Yeah. And I started to watch like video versions and all these things. And, um, and I was like, Oh, I, cause I could, it couldn't hold my attention span and it was actually distracting. It was taking me more into my conscious mind rather into my subconscious. Mm -hmm. And then I actually had my girlfriend who's an incredible breathwork teacher. If you know, nobody's ever worked with her. Her name's Lauren Spencer King and she has Mm -hmm. a company called field field of study, mm-hmm. fields of study. Uh, and she launched, it was so smart. She launched her version of this for breath work. And I took one of her classes and I was like, Oh my gosh, Lauren, like you solved all of my problems. The way you do this is so beta. It's so approachable. No like fancy, funny stuff. It's just the work and it's 20 to 30 minutes of your day, whatever the duration, like some of mine have been four days. Some of mine have been eight which then of course they have access for a month to do on their own time 
tune in however from any device their phone to their computer um and so when I saw that it's like all the she expanded me all the light bulbs went off and I asked her if she wouldn't mind mine would be so different but if if she wouldn't mind if I created a version of that which I'm a huge proponent if you're going to rip someone off please ask for their permission or don't do it like period you know uh and she was so beautiful and giving with that and and so what you do is like you would buy it and if it's very close to the workshop like or during it like right now there's the reparenting going on and with that right when they buy it they just get an email with all the information and access and they go in and it's eight days so you'll start with the welcome page just to read through and then you start with day one's work day two Mm -hmm. and it's only you know 20 to 30 minutes of work and you can go through and as deep as you want and people go pretty deep on these because it's like yeah it's just like oh my gosh I want to sign up and do like all of them do them do them it's so fun the last one no it was really fun because I was teaching it's kind of it's passing lessons and tests and no is the biggest thing you can do to create situational magnetism and Mm. what I mean by that is you have like this little window of magnetism though you didn't shift anything in yourself things are starting to show up and why no is so powerful is because when we say no to things that are no longer serving us or making us feel good or that we're settling in the universe is it activates it's like oh look who's stepping into their power and worth I'm gonna throw them some bones so I always say like when you leave the relationship that wasn't serving you or the job or the whatever dynamic, or you stop the like shitty relationship you have with yourself, you know, there's so many different ways this can show up. It feels like there's a ship sinking, but that's not really at all what's happening. If you notice in a a sinking ship in the ocean, everything in the ocean is coming to it. Mm -hmm. And so in that workshop, I was teaching like, how to survey what needs to be out of your life essentially, or what needs distancing or what needs communication. And a big component of working with the universe, I see it as energy. I just know the energetics of how it goes. My job is to distill that down into actionable steps Mm -hmm. so that people can do it. Cause it's so hard to be like, it's go read the energy. It's like getting back to like I don't know the Hicks books. Yeah, it's so yeah. what's the fuck is a vortex? Yeah, like so yeah. What are you talking, talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, what are you yeah. talking about? And so, one component of working with no in the universe, it's actually your actions are far more stronger than no than any verbal communication you could ever have. Um, so I use the example of like, say it's the job and you've given your notice and you're leaving, but you're still doing consulting work for them on the side. Like you haven't actually communicated any no. no. You're still like, I really don't trust the universe now and I need this little bit of money and I'm so small and little and, you know, and so that was a really fun one. And that was four days. And I mean, I still get people that will walk up to me on the street and was like, your no, when I figured out my biggest block, oh my God, and I got rid of it, this thing showed up and this happened and that. So they're so fun. And they're like literally $58. Like it's something you would spend at Air One and two things, you know? know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Even more Air One. I know. It's so, that's why I'm so passionate. And then another cool thing in the new year that I'm actually, I just got a consultant that's going to help me walk through all of this because I do not have the time to put it together myself, but it's going to be a page called The Tools. So it'll have like all the prior unblocked classes and workshops. It'll have like my recorded, it'll just be tons of the universal tools. So that'll be a place where people can just like go and access. And if they 
can't get in for a session for five months, they can at least be productive yeah. during the meantime of just starting to do all the things and it'll navigate them based on what they're calling in, what they think their blocks are. So that's a cool thing that won't launch probably until January or February. That's so awesome. I'm yeah. excited for that. Thank you. Aww, so yeah, really fun thing. Yeah. I have to go like hang out on your website for <laughs> like my entire weekend. I'll it's report so back. And like, just know when you go, if you literally, Google and manifestation or look at the old content. I give free content out once a week. It's yeah. once a week, whatever's channeled through me. Mm-hmm. Like, here you go. Yeah. Here's some information on manifestation and what like is going on and you can do today. And it's not cheesy. Like last week was expanders. It really broke down like what they are, how to use them approachable of like how to start bringing them into your conscious or your subconscious mind. So it's like, just tuning into that Monday post every week alone, yeah. you're going to start to get a process and a practice mm-hmm. around it. And you're going to start to let go a lot of old superstition. Okay. So one more thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Trump's manifestation skills? Well, so <laughs> <laughs> Trump's a manifester based Total. on human design. Did you look into it? No, Jenna, my lady was telling me about it. Oh my gosh. And it's magical. So here's a big component that you're also going to get with me when you work with me, because my only job is trying to get people to integrate them into their full authenticness. So a lot of that shadow work. And when we're judging something, no matter how evil, insane, crazy, it's something we're rejecting in ourselves. I am not a supporter of Trump. I did not vote for Trump. I don't get behind anything he's doing. Mm -hmm. But I look at Trump and I'm like... Look at that inner child that's running through the world. He just needs love. He didn't have attention growing. I can see it all. And him being a manifester. So my fiance is a manifester. He's an emotional manifester. And I always tell him, I'm like, Trump was a manifester. Hitler was a manifester. (laughs) And they're so powerful. They're so powerful. And I don't, I mean, I should let Jenna answer this better, but I obviously, when I take in information, I sit and philosophize about it. It's like another thing of being an Aquarius. Mm -hmm. What she was telling me about it is like, they don't wait for downloads or signs or anything like that. They have a train running and either you get on it or get off. And so what's super, I could sit and philosophize about this forever because I sit and think about all these angles. But what was really interesting, we were visiting my fiance's mom at her home in Vashon. I think it was. Eric's grandma lives in Vashon, (gasps) the same one, Maui and Vashon. Oh my God. She splits her time. Yeah. She must be the most grounded human on the planet. I'll have have to introduce you guys. Well, how magical that she gets to be your grandma. I know. She's sweet. So we were there and we had watched this YouTube video and what it was titled, I want to say it was uh, like seven months before the election. Mm -hmm. And she was, or this video was titled, Why Trump Will Win This Election. What? I know. And we watched it. I'll I'll engage in anything. You know, like a big part of breaking down my shadow and not judging anything is by looking at why that's triggered inside of me and what I've rejected about myself. And so whenever somebody's like, are you judging me for this? I'm like, if I'm judging anyone for anything, it's because I haven't worked out something in my shadow. I'm at the place where I don't want to judge anything, anyone. It doesn't serve me in any capacity and it only reinforces my limiting Mm -hmm. self-worth on a subconscious level. So we watched this video and it was showing why his strategy was so powerful, right? Like 
and that we, it shows as a society, are so receptible to his strategy, which was so powerful as a manifester, that all he had to do was walk in and basically <laughs> point a crazier, bigger finger at anybody else. Of like, it was like the perfect PR strategy on the planet. Yeah. And by taking, it's what he's doing in his presidency now. Yeah. He's like, look at this shiny object, idiots. And then here's what I'll get done in the background. Exactly. And that's what all he did during his, his you know, running for office. You know, he would be like, and what I like this person and yada, yada, and breaking this person down. And nobody was too focused on him or we didn't care as much about his downfalls or we did. Yeah. But a lot but of yeah, voters When they were pointing it. out, when they were pointed out, he would just like go point distract, at someone else. Distract. It's so smart. Right. And so manifestors, what I take of them is they're so creative that way and so crafty that way. And now look in office, he's not able to accomplish nearly as much as he was able to be doing on his own. So they're like lone wolfy, according to Jenna, that they, they have a train that's running and either you get on and go and join it or get off because it's their train. It's how it's going to go. And that's how they get so much done and they make things happen. And this is my totally paraphrased version of what Jenna's yeah, told yeah. me. And, uh, and she said like totally, uh, without emotion, she was like, now look, his hands are so tied when he has to actually work together with people. He's, it's kind of, in, he's incapable of it in a lot of ways, unless the people are behind in what the exact same way, his antics, right? Yeah. Like that's how he's able to push power, but never in a direct way. It's never direct truth. Here I am. It's like all shadow, all manipulation. And it's it's actually like an art form to watch. If we can really rise above all the pain it's causing, all the trauma, the hurt, how bad it all is, if we can put that aside and just like rise above and look at it, it's a it's an art form. He's mm -hmm. a puppeteer. It's mm -hmm. magic to watch. If yeah. like it's black magic. Yeah. Totally. It's so powerful. And so in terms of like getting back to manifesting, I like to always tell people this, like to break another, debunk another, mm -hmm. you know, myth. Yeah. Uh, if you believe on an unconscious level that what you're doing is so right and so worthy, you can make anything happen, especially if you saw along his way. He was so he was raised in an environment where he was constantly around politicians. He was groomed for it or not groomed for being a politician, but very much around expanders constantly. Yeah. Right. And he was raised with a lot of the same Caucasian patriarchal programming of mm -hmm. his worth and why he's so special on the planet. And then he has this like manifestor ability. So I always say people, it isn't about like thinking positive, like a big thing people are afraid to do, right? Which we've already talked about is to negative, be yeah. afraid of their negativity or their negative emotions. Mm -hmm. And if we could think and manifest anything, right? Like the world would just be chaos yeah. constantly. He on an unconscious level feels incredibly right about what he's doing and he feels very worthy of it. And that's why he's so capable of doing these things. Yeah. Uh, that's why it's like, you guys stop focusing on spiritual bypass, stop focusing on thinking positive, being in the vortex, start to focus on your worth, like your power, what is right, your subconscious structure of beliefs, 
watch what you're capable of if you're expanding simultaneously. That's my thesis. Oh my on gosh. Him. It's the perfect thesis. And I don't actually judge him when I watch him. Like I, I have to disconnect a lot cause I'm such a bleeding heart and such an empath from animals to the earth to, I mean, so women, I mean, I have to disconnect because if I engaged in that deeper, it would consume me. It would mm-hmm. be too much for me. And I can't, on a grand scale, do anything about his stance and power. All I can do is influence my community and, mm-hmm. and people without defaming him mm-hmm. or, or, you know, making him bad. Cause that's just more shadowy stuff. But when I stand back and look at him, I don't really judge him. I don't, I actually, I have a lot of sadness and compassion towards him that he could be having such a full and real life if he had had like that nurturing or he had that accessibility or that want towards it. And that's just not his life. That's just not him in this lifetime or this iteration. And when he comes back, you know, he'll be doing crazy other shit, like as he's evolving through his karmic paths. Mm -hmm. But I also am another firm believer that there will always be polarity on the planet with dark I'm you know like yeah that exists within us so it's gonna exist outside yeah outside and so the more that we can lean in and do our own personal work I truly believe that's the most powerful shift on a grand conscious level that can happen for this planet rather than like Trump's bad like point the finger it's like Trump's just a representative of a far greater thing that Mm -hmm. we need to shift inside of ourselves yeah beautiful thanks thanks for the trump lowdown (laughs) it's so good and like i mean like you i grew up with a muslim iranian uncle i was super consumed in it i'm definitely not just like the white privileged girl who's like i don't really care what trump's up to i'm like "Mm, no it personally affects so many aspects in me but a part of my work is to not engage uh to focus on the shift inside as well as teaching people to do the same Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if everyone did something for climate change or whatever, then it wouldn't matter what rules he put in place because if we all made that decision Comple- within ourselves. It's all it's so true. Inner, it's yeah. a, like want to see the big shifts. Look inside. Period. Yeah. What can you do to yourself, to the planet, to the world? Yeah, like your um, even your old landlord. Like, she, look, uh, she gave a space to a dreamer and like the things that we could do to support completely that can make such a trickle effect. Right. I completely agree. Yeah. So, well, thank you for joining me and I'm so excited to hang out on your website and just chat with you more too. (laughs) I'm literally going to hang out on your website. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs)